For too long, healing has been seen as a scary and even negative experience, but I believe that healing should be an exciting and empowering one. I'm your host, Kristen Vandenhubel, and in this podcast, you will learn all about making the connection between your physical and mental health from my experience as a student of naturopathic medicine, as well as from guests with experience in all areas of healing. Join me for another authentic conversation and be ready to get real with your health. Hello and welcome back. I have missed you guys so much. It has been way too long, but I needed this break. And in today's episode, you're going to find out all the reasons why I was gone for the last month or so. I just felt like it was going to be what was best for this podcast and for myself because I wanted to come back stronger and give better quality episodes and have better conversations with our guests and I thought that this time off was the best way to do that and I'm really happy I did because I'm feeling a lot more recharged more inspired and I think that's what we all need to give ourselves sometime and I think it's okay to take breaks and anyways I am really excited because This is a new season of the Healing With It podcast. There is so much to look forward to. I am excited to get going with everything. And yeah, I think you guys are really going to love what I have in store for you. And I hope that you guys are excited to hear more episodes. So today's episode is just going to be covering everything from where I've been, where I plan on going, and how life is in general. Um, I think with a lot of change comes a lot of anxiety, especially with me. Change is always scary and it's uncomfortable and so I think it's really hard to be comfortable and there is a lot of discomfort which again comes with change and I think it's important to acknowledge. But before we get into today's episode you know we have to do our mindful moment of the week. So this week I think I'm just going to be doing a general mindful moment because I haven't done one in so long and that is just taking a break when you need to. That has been my mantra lately and realizing that you can't do everything all the time and in order to be able to do things better, you have to take a break. Sometimes that means saying no to things when we don't want to say no to things and that's really hard to do, especially for somebody like me who likes to please people and I'm sure a lot of you probably relate to that. It's hard to say no, it's hard to disappoint people and sometimes that includes yourself but we have to take a step back and realize that we can't do it all. We need a break and A lot of times having a break makes us come back stronger and that's kind of the theme of today's episode so I thought that mindful moment really tied in. If you have a mindful moment that you'd like to share please tag us on our Instagram or send me an email. All of that will be linked below so that we can connect. I absolutely love to hear how you're being mindful and how you're integrating these kind of things into your life and just noticing these things. So hit us up. I definitely want to have more interaction with you guys this season of the Healing With It podcast because realistically, that's what makes this podcast drive. It's hearing from you guys that you've enjoyed listening. It's hearing that it's something that you look forward to. It just really drives me to continue and kind of gives me that inspiration that I need to make more episodes. So without further ado, let's kind of get into today's episode. This is just a solo episode, which I think is always good. It's a good way to kind of come back to more of a authentic conversation about my own life so that you guys can kind of feel more connected because I love to kind of tell my story and hopefully some of you can relate to it or learn something from it or feel like you gain something. That's the hope. So anyways, yeah, a lot has been happening in life. I think that it's been overwhelming, especially for a little anxious being like me. Um, Where to start? So I ended my third year of naturopathic medical school. 
back in April. I did exams after doing two weeks of practicals. Life was really crazy. There was just so much happening all at once. And I just felt like there wasn't enough time for myself, let alone a podcast or even social media. It was just really hard to stay on top of. And those are things I really enjoy. But sometimes things we enjoy, we just need to step away from. And sometimes things we enjoy, we just need to take a step back from. And that's exactly what I did. Then I decided to spontaneously book myself and my boyfriend a vacation to Mexico because I just felt like I haven't done anything in two years because of the pandemic. Everybody seemed to be traveling and of course I had major FOMO (laughs) and so I just felt like I needed to go somewhere to get away and traveling is a great way to kind of force yourself to slow down because I knew that if I didn't take this vacation I would spend the time I had off between my third year of naturopathic school and clinic, I would just use that time to be busy and continue to do things, which I'm really, really good at doing. That is why I decided to go on a vacation because it literally forced me to do absolutely nothing. And that is exactly what I needed. So we hopped on a plane on the 28th of April and it was only a five day vacation, but definitely better than nothing. And I know that not everybody has the means to do so. So Regardless, I am thankful that I got to have that experience. Um, We went to the Catalonia Costa Mujur. I'm sure I'm saying that incorrect, but it was absolutely beautiful. It's a newer five-star resort, and I think that's exactly what I needed. It was priced really low compared to some of the other five-star resorts because it's relatively new, and they're trying to get people to come into it. 10 out of 10 would recommend... The food was amazing. The environment was amazing. There was like 12 restaurants. Um, The people were so friendly there. So that vacation, I literally did nothing. I ate, I drank, and I sat on the beach and tanned and got sunburned. And again, it was hard. Like I noticed myself in that time being like, I, I feel like I'm just not being productive. I'm not, I could be doing so much with my time. Like it even felt like I should be doing stuff with social media But then I realized that that's exactly why I'm on this vacation is to do absolutely nothing. And it was that refresher I really, really, really needed. Coming back from that vacation, I was very, very stressed. Um, I felt like, I don't know, there was just so much to do, um, a big transition in my life because for the past two years, because of the pandemic, I've been pretty lucky to be able to live at home uh, while I go to school. School's in Toronto. Home is three hours away from Toronto. Um, And... I've just absolutely been blessed to be able to stay at home with my family and my boyfriend. I know that a lot of people don't get that opportunity when they're trying to chase their dreams and go to school. And so I feel very incredibly thankful and lucky that I got that opportunity. But now that I'm going into clinic, transitioning into clinic, I've got to move back to Toronto because, I mean, I have to see patients, which is fair. It's just a really hard transition when you haven't had to do that since three years ago, two years ago, first year. Um, before the pandemic and so yeah I found that really hard because my anxiety presents as like an anxious attachment style like separation anxiety from like the people in my life which is really hard living with that as a grown adult because I carry a lot of shame because of that Um, you know as a kid maybe that's whatever like kids have that people might think but then as an adult it's like I feel like I shouldn't be feeling this way I should be able to be independent and live on my own and not need my parents and my boyfriend to survive. But my body just thinks different. My mind thinks different. And I just have a really hard time with that. And so that was something I've been thinking about for quite a while. It's been on my mind. It's been really difficult. Um, And yeah, I kind of struggled with that transition. And I'm still kind of getting into that transition, um, getting used to my new life. I am super thankful to be living with 
one of the most amazing people ever. Um, such a great roommate and like best friend. She is always so supportive. And I think that we just have such a good relationship, like a good friendship dynamic where like we give and take from each other in a way that balances out. And I think that's what friendships are really about. And so I feel like I've really found like a soulmate friendship through her. And oh my God, I think that just makes such a difference. And I feel like I'm kind of going off on a tangent. I'm going to have her on the podcast probably next episode. So you guys are going to hear from her because we always just get into like really deep conversations. And I feel like these conversations are very valuable. Like I always come out of them thinking I've learned something or feeling as if I've taken something away from it. And I think other people could too. Or maybe what you gain is just like literally us rambling about something and that's whatever. Sometimes I just want to listen to people talk because I need to feel like I'm with somebody. I feel lonely. I need to feel like I relate to somebody. So whatever you can get from that episode, I think somebody will gain something and I'm excited to record that in the coming weeks. Um. So anyways, coming back from vacation, um, there just felt like there was a lot to do. I then had my 25th birthday so I'm really excited I turned 25 and I had such a lovely day with so many um, supportive people in my life and friends and family and I, I just was so thankful for the love everybody gave me on that day and I just feel like so thankful to have turned 25 and to be going into 25 with all these life lessons and be at the part of my life that I am as hard as it is So 25 was really good. I was excited. I love a good birthday. I love, I just love my birthday because it's a day where you feel like you can be selfish um, and things are about you and nobody can tell you different. I don't know. I've always just loved birthdays. They're so fun and it's just nice to feel special and loved and appreciated. And that's of course what I felt on my day. So I'm incredibly, incredibly thankful for that. Then after my birthday, I had a couple days to kind of wind down, but also kind of get prepared. And then it was straight to moving to Toronto. And if moving to Toronto wasn't enough, I am also decided that I should move apartments at the same time as starting clinic, which I do not recommend doing two big life things if you are an anxious human. Even in general, like I think people in general are not meant to handle so much damn stress all at once. But here we are. (laughs) We're surviving. We're good. I think there was just a lot of stress that I took on all at once. And that's just not good for me. Not what I needed. I just couldn't handle it at the time, especially when I'm not in the most like stable mindset with anxiety and depression. All that being said, I am now living in a whole new apartment and I absolutely love it. I am so, so thankful to have the opportunity to live in this place It is so much brighter. The area is so much nicer. I just feel so much more at home in this apartment. And I think sometimes it's really difficult when you've had negative experiences in a specific environment to create a different environment or to not feel that same anxiety or those traumatic feelings Mm -hmm. that that come up during those things. And so what I'm kind of referring to is my old apartment. It's where I've lived since first year. And in first year is when I really started to Notice that anxiety pattern coming out to the point where I couldn't do my daily life without feeling so panicked, without wanting to cry, without feeling that crippling anxiety. It was always hard because after the pandemic like started, I didn't really live there often. I would go there every so often when I needed to be back in Toronto for anything for school or just to visit Toronto or whatever. And I always felt these feelings about living there. It was always really hard. And so I feel like there was always just a bit of that feeling still associated with that particular apartment. And that's definitely not why we moved whatsoever. There were a lot of reasons for moving, but that was just a benefit of moving is just like getting to start fresh, 
kind of looking at this like, okay, this is my year. Like this is my year to live in Toronto, to live with a roommate, to just kind of have fun while also learning a lot of things and trying to find that balance. And I've kind of told myself, okay, so this is not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. Some days you're going to feel so anxious, like no other. We just have to accept that some days might be bad, but most days will be good. And to look at the more positive side of it in those deeper, more anxious and overwhelming moments. So in mid-May, when I started clinic, we were also moving. My parents were doing some renovations on this new apartment. And then we were also moving from the old one to the new one. We're not fully done as of right now as I'm recording, but when this comes out, we probably will be fully out of that apartment because it's been sold. So we have to be out by the end of May. Anyways, it's been a whole thing. Um, there was a lot of like moving and taking things and putting them into boxes, a lot of heavy lifting, like a lot of physically demanding things, as well as a lot of driving because we moved to opposite sides of Toronto. So that also just complicated things because commuting and bringing things back and forth took a long time. So it was just a lot of my energy, uh, both mentally and physically, while also thinking about starting clinic in a few days. And so that was a lot for me. But again, it's totally worth it because this new place just makes me feel a lot happier, a lot more inspired and a lot more at home, which is so important for me. With my anxiety, I need to feel like I'm in a safe place, like I'm somewhere at home. And I'm also working on trying to find that within myself because I know that at the end of the day, all I have is myself. So I need to work on that. But for now, it's also nice to have that in a living space. So we're in the new space and I'm officially a couple weeks into clinic now and I've started seeing patients, which was really, really overwhelming for me. Again, anxiety. <laughs> it loves to do this thing when you're in a new situation where it makes you believe that you're not going to make it through um, and that you need to get out of that situation right away. But when you feel trapped, whereas like I feel trapped because it is something I want to do. So I'm obviously like not going to drop out of the program. That would be so silly at this point. And it's just not what I want to do. And ultimately, I do want to graduate. I do want to do this. So it's like feeling that on one end, but on the other end, feeling like this crippling anxiety that's telling me that I can't do it. And I am terrified, which I mean, is completely normal to feel scared in these situations. It's very new. And I think that if someone told me they weren't scared at all, I'd probably be more concerned. So it's obviously normal to have these fears, but it's to the point where it's like the anxiety is taking over my life. Like I can't sleep, I can't eat, I can't do daily tasks that I normally could. And so that's where I was really struggling. But fast forward, it's been two weeks. I've survived clearly, um, which is great, but it's a big learning curve. And every time I have to see a new patient, I get nervous, um, which again is totally normal and it's okay. And you know what? The thing that has really helped me through it is just talking to other classmates of mine and hearing that they are feeling the same way, that they feel like they don't know anything, that they are feeling this imposter syndrome, it has made me feel so much less alone. And then just being open with them. Because I think people are so worried about being honest and open and transparent because they don't want to be judged. So then we also don't do the same, but then we all end up feeling like we're the only ones feeling this way, which is silly, right? At the end of the day, the lesson I've learned is to just be open because somebody else is probably feeling this way. And when you open up, they'll probably open up and then you feel a lot less alone and that helps you 
cope through things and get through things. And then you can kind of lean on each other for support. So I found that it's been a really great experience because I feel like I've connected to some of my classmates that I didn't have the chance to in the past year or two because of COVID. I haven't been in person. So I've talked to them here and there, but to be able to be in person with them a little bit more often, I feel like I've just had more of a chance to do that, which I'm incredibly thankful for. And so clinic has just been such a big learning curve, you know, feeling like there's so much to learn and feeling like I haven't been able to put things in a clinical setting quite yet. Like we learned a lot of information in the first three years, like a lot, but we didn't necessarily learn how to apply it to a clinical setting or to an appointment the same way. So it's just trying to find that flow with patients. And that is a big learning curve because you obviously want to make patients feel as if they are um, cared for and as if you are going to be able to help them. And of course, we are working under the supervision of different naturopathic doctors, which is great. So that really, really helps. Obviously, like they're not going to lead us astray and we have their support. And at the end of the day, they make the final decision of what we're doing. So there's just a lot of things coming at me all at once. I'm going to explain kind of like how clinic is working for us so that you guys can kind of get a better idea. Um, Basically, so clinic happens in our fourth year of um, naturopathic medical school. Before we even get into naturopathic medical school, you have to have a three or four year undergrad degree. So I went to school for kinesiology and then I went to CCNM in Toronto, Ontario for naturopathic medicine. And this is my fourth year of that program. So this is my eighth year of post-secondary, which is absolutely insane and I do not recommend, but hey, if you have dreams, follow them. (laughs) Don't like let school stop you because it does go by really fast. It's just also been a lot all at once. Getting back to the point, this is my fourth year, which means that I am completely fully in clinic. And that means that I see patients four days a week for six hours each time. And people can book with us, whether it's online or in person, as long as you are a resident of Ontario that is currently residing in Ontario, like you have to physically be in Ontario in order to have an appointment, even if it's online. So I think that it's really valuable because we offer um, reduced rate naturopathic care. It's about $46 for an hour long appointment, which is really, really reduced compared to what you would typically see in normal practice. This is because it's the teaching clinic, so we're still learning and there's going to be people probably observing you and a bunch of other factors. And people like to be a part of it. People like to help us out and give us the hours and patient contacts that we need. And so that's a really big part of the learning is just like going in there and kind of just putting out what you do know and being open to learning and also making mistakes because that is how you learn. I think a lot of us feel like pressured to be perfect and that we can't make any mistakes because we have these expectations for ourselves that are unrealistic. I mean, yes, we have already done three years of school in this program, but that by no means means we know everything because that's just impossible. And we've literally only been doing this for three years, which is really not a lot. So we have to be open to like that experience and understanding that we are going to learn. And if we're open to learning, I think we will learn more. So I think it's good to basically admit that you don't know everything. (laughs) Moving on, I am seeing patients four days a week. Um, And if you're interested, you can visit me in the clinic. Again, if you're an Ontario resident who's currently living in Ontario right now or in Ontario physically, I will provide the link in my Instagram bio if you are interested in booking with me. 
you can book online if you're not in Toronto or you can come on in in person, which means you do have to call the clinic, which I can also provide that information if you just send me a message or you just look up the RSNC CCNM Toronto, Ontario, and all that information will come up. You can also book a online appointment that way if you prefer. Anyways, that is an option for you. Again, you get really reduced rate naturopathic care and every day of the week that I work, so I work Tuesdays from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. on the mental health shift and then Tuesdays from 2 p.m. till 8 p.m. just on a regular shift. Um, And then Thursdays, I'm actually at the Brampton Urgent Care Center Um, working in the naturopathic clinic there. So that is an option if you're in Brampton. That's uh, a way to get the naturopathic care that way. And then on Fridays, I am back at the RSNC at CCNM from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And sorry, on Thursdays, I'm there from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. So if you're interested in visiting me, you can book, um, come see me. I have four different supervisors and they're all very lovely and very knowledgeable. The shift, I think I might have mentioned, but the shift on Tuesday morning is the mental health shift. So that's for specific mental health issues. If that's something that you want to focus on, I know that a lot of listeners are here for the mental health aspect. So I think that it could benefit a few of you if you feel like you have like any anxiety, depression, we deal with bipolar and schizophrenia and all other types of mental health diagnoses. So if that is something that you're dealing with and you want some more support alongside your medical doctor, alongside a therapist of sorts, I think that it can be very, very beneficial. That's kind of all the information on my clinic experience at the moment. Life has just been a lot and I've been feeling overwhelmed and I came home this past weekend for the long weekend um, because I had a lot of time off and I wanted to spend it at home, which is where I'm recording. But I noticed that when I came home, I just felt like overwhelming anxiety. I don't know where that came from or why it happened but it is something that I've been kind of thinking about because I figured when I came home, I would feel a lot more calm. But I noticed that when I was home, all I've been focusing on is that I have to go back, which again is so silly, but that shows to me that I'm not living in the present moment. I am really future-based at the moment, which is where a lot of anxiety stems from. That was something that I became mindful of because I mean, that is something that's been impacting my life a lot. And I'm trying to live more presently, trying to kind of catch those negative thoughts before they spiral. And I'm really hoping that I can kind of move forward. And you know, when I'm away in, in Toronto, I'm okay. I have some anxious moments, but overall I feel relatively good. But I think that coming home and having a little bit of a break allowed me to slow down. And when you slow down after being so go, 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 you know, after a move, after starting clinic and like all this stuff, like my thoughts just really hit me. And that's when I really started to feel that anxiety come pouring in. So clearly my mind, my body, they're all giving me sort of signs that I need to give myself more time to breathe. I need to address the thoughts that I'm having and actually be mindful of them because maybe I've been avoiding them or just haven't paid attention to them enough. Like just because I stopped feeling anxious about clinic doesn't mean that subconsciously I'm not feeling anxious. So I think that I have to think like that as well and just like really pay attention to that. And I really need to get back into therapy because that is something that just has really helped me. And I know it's just great to have somebody who can listen to you and guide you and kind of help you find out how you can cope through those 
negative thoughts and those feelings and that that sensation of overwhelm because when you are overwhelmed you're not in the right mindset your body just wants to escape and it's important to acknowledge that it's okay to feel that way but it's important to really just pay attention I think that I have gone into enough details about what's going on with my life this is my big life update things are happening but I'm excited to be getting back into the podcast this is what I've wanted to do for quite a while now and I'm feeling a little bit more inspired, so I'm excited for the episodes to come. And I hope that this episode kind of helps you if you're in a similar situation, or maybe one day you're going to be. I think it's just valuable to share our feelings and where we're at, and I hope that maybe you can relate, or maybe it's taught you something or given you a new perspective on someone in your life who might be going through something like this. But yeah, life is just a lot right now, and that's okay. And I'm really, really thankful for all of you for listening in, and I look forward to what the Healing With It podcast has in store. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure to click the links below to give us a follow on Instagram, to send us any messages and share your reviews on Apple and Spotify. I mean, like that stuff means so much and makes a difference. And other than that, I hope you guys have an absolutely lovely week.